Thanks for listening to Marketing B2B Tech, the podcast from Napier, where you can find out what really works in B2B marketing today. Welcome to Marketing B2B Technology, the podcast from Napier. Today, I'm joined by Sharek Sheikh. Sharek is the founder of a company called CleverX. Welcome to the show, Sharek. Hey, happy to be here, Mike. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to have you on the show. So we always like to start off with a question about your career journey. Do you want to tell us how your career has gone and, and why you ended up uh, founding CleverX? You know, this is my fourth country. I live in the US now uh, in, in California and in Palo Alto. Uh, this is my fourth country. I've lived in different countries before. Mostly spent time in uh, technology. So I'm a software engineer by trade. Did my you know business MBA in Singapore and then worked in Dubai for many years and now in the US. But the amount of time that I spent between the place where technology and market research comes together was the reason for me to start CleverX. But what I learned in that process is that this industry is struggling with a lot of fraudulent data. It's a massive industry, which is around like $70 billion global spend. And it's not as innovative as it should be in my view for the spend that it has all around the world. So we're trying to build this innovative platform that solves a lot of problems for market researchers, product research teams. Uh, And I think that was the reason for me to start CleverX, yeah. And so let's talk about CleverX. I mean, CleverX is obviously something to help people do market research. Can you just explain what the product does? So if you look at the, you know, traditional market research industry, there are two major ways of conducting research, qualitative and quantitative research uh, methods. Quantitative mostly is related to online surveys, which is a major chunk of money that's spent by the most of the world in terms of market research. And there's a very small 10, 11% of money that's spent on like one-to-one sort of engagement for research purposes. What we're trying to focus here is give, uh, you know, market research teams the control on the quality and the reliability on their research by giving them access to the world's top level business professionals and the tools that they already use come together seamlessly. So think of it this way. If I'm conducting an online survey, I'm hosting that online survey on Qualtrics. What CleverX allows you to do is bring that survey from Qualtrics into our platform and connect it to a verifiable senior audience to that survey. That doesn't exist today. The reason being traditional ways of doing like online surveys in the B2B space are very broken. It it is almost 40% fraud data because a lot of people wouldn't know this. Even if you spend a million dollars, you wouldn't know who your research participants are when it comes to online surveys. So let's say a big company goes ahead and does like an online survey. They have no idea, even if they spend $100 on a successful survey response, they have no idea who took that survey. So that's the problem CleverX is trying to solve. I think for just solving that particular problem, we've seen like a growth of 5X in the last one year. Uh, in terms of our revenues and, you know, team as well. So it's interesting. So, I I mean, just to make sure I've understood this, what you're doing is you're providing effectively a a pre-selected audience, an audience that CleverX has um, created on the platform that are experts or senior leaders in the field that will then answer your survey. So you're getting very, very high quality answers to survey questions. Is that right? Yeah, you're getting identified users. So it almost looks like a professional network. So if you sign up on the platform, you can connect with 
thousands of people on the platform today. Uh, you can ask questions to them. So if I'm conducting a research with, let's say, Mike, I can actually chat with you and say like, hey, Mike, you answered this question number 10 on the survey in a different way. And I want to do a call with you now. So you can extend your research by interacting with every single respondent who's been a part of your research project, which which is, I think, a big you know change for this industry that has never happened before yet. Wow. So that that's something actually quite different. So not only do you get the survey result back, but you're actually letting people dive deeper and go in and ask follow-up questions or or ask yeah. the why behind the answers. Is that is that what you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. You can you can ask them the why behind the the particular question, but you can also go ahead and extend your research by saying, "Hey, let's do a call, and I'll pay you like five hundred dollars for the next one hour of your time." So for for a research, it brings a lot of reliability and control into your research process. In today's world, you don't know who your respondent is. So it's very difficult for me to say, I got a survey response from 100 people, but I don't know who these people are. Is it really a reliable outcome that I should base my multi-million dollar decision on? And that's a scary thing for a researcher to answer to the board or to the CEO of a company. So, you know, I'm interested. You mentioned this group of, of experts that you have. I mean, how how many industries do you cover? I mean, how broad is the actual range of these professionals? Yeah, I think uh, most of our uh, professions on the platform are in the US. Uh, most of them are manager or above position. You wouldn't need CleverX to um, connect with someone who's at a junior position. You can do that over LinkedIn right away. What we're trying to do is get you the access to hard to reach business audiences, someone you cannot connect with on LinkedIn. And even if you do, they're most likely not going to respond to you because of trust or spam issues that happen on LinkedIn. So we did a study, uh, which is very interesting, over thousands of you know, outreach over LinkedIn, the standard is one acknowledgement for every 20 emails. That's how frustrating it is for a market researcher to connect with one respondent. So with CleverX, that, that problem is solved where you can go and directly connect with these people because since the money and the trust is guaranteed on the platform, it becomes very easy for two strangers to interact with each other to transact that value for research and money. And I've actually had a play with looking at different industries. So this is pro yeah. probably a bit unfair to ask you, but I, I mean, what sort of industries do you cover? Is, is it around a specific industry or how yeah, broad? Yeah. 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 I think uh, we, we are quite, you know, we want to be quite broad, but being a marketplace, you have to be more verticalized in the beginning than being horizontal. So we don't want to be the platform for everyone right now. We will be hopefully in the future. But right now we're covering marketing, which is being used heavily on the platform. Technology would be the other one and healthcare and HR. These are the four verticals that people are using the platform mostly on. But there are close to 133 niche verticals in the world for expertise. And we want to have all those people, millions of users using the platform and become this sort of like a probably a bad analogy here, but something like think of it like an Amazon or a Shopify for market research in B2B. I mean, it's really interesting because I, I actually looked at something fairly niche in terms of people who were engineers designing with semiconductors. And I actually found some some experts on the platform. So th there's certainly a few. I mean, where you have perhaps something that's much more niche, presumably people can go straight into a, a video call or a discussion and get qualitative feedback where you don't have the volume to get quantitative. Is, is that the way you'd approach it if you worked in a, a, you know one of the smaller niches? Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, see, um, you've got to understand the context behind qualitative and quantitative. I've always you know, uh, learned this from our customers. 
you do quantitative, which is online service to get collective intelligence. What, what you want to know is like what hundred people of the same job role in a particular industry think about a particular topic, right? That's what you're trying to understand. Like what's the sentiment there? How are they thinking and feeling about it? Once, once you have that answer, the next step would be qualitative, which is like going deeper into that particular thing with five or 10 people to know the small details, you know, of why that's happening or, you know, what are the things that they should care about? That's the context between qualitative and quantitative. But mostly our platform is being used for quantitative. There are expert networks all around the world which can solve the same problem around qualitative, like the GLGs, the Gartners of the world. And I'm an ex-Gartner, so I understand this industry really well. But I think most of the problems that we are solving are around this collective intelligence, which is this quantitative online service part uh, in, in the research world. That's interesting. And that's kind of a process that, as you described, is, is built in where you do the research and then, then dig in. And I love the way that that's kind of almost built in as a process. So it kind of makes it easy for people to take the right approach. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm interested to know, you know, how do people use this um, service? So what sort of things are, are companies typically wanting to find out? Um, and how do they go about doing it? Yeah, um, very interesting project. So suddenly we've been seeing like a lot of projects happening on the platform around chat GPT and AI. since so that's like the most trending topic in the technology world. So people are building these incredible products in large enterprises or at startups. And they're approaching a lot of people who have built AI you know, solutions before on the platform. So we are seeing big market research teams coming and bringing their online surveys and trying to conduct surveys with machine learning developers on the platform. So let's say they want to conduct 200 online surveys with machine learning developers. Well, on the other end, we are seeing like startups which are trying to find a product market fit in AI application. And they're trying to talk to these people who are CIOs where they want to sell this product and ask them questions around pricing or, hey, does this make sense? Or will Google come and build this in the future? Or ChatGPT might come up with a new plugin that can you know, completely change the dynamic of that particular industry. So those are the questions people are asking on the qualitative side and quantitative side. So it's very interesting to see how trends shape. Uh, my goal as a founder is when, when CleverX becomes like a massive big company to understand the pulse of the world because we will have a very good understanding of what the world is looking for. Because the amount of data that we generate on just these projects that happen every day on the platform is incredible. We get to understand what people are really thinking, you know, and, and where things are moving in the future. So you could almost act as a resource for industry knowledge once you've got the data from the surveys. Oh. Is, is, is that where you see yourselves going? Yeah, I think data is a big moat for our platform. I mean, we are still very small, but thousands of surveys and hundreds of calls happen on the platform every month. And we see what people are actually talking to each other about, kind of projects that they post within the platform or the opportunities that are getting created around market research. That gives us a pretty good sense of a particular industry, what people are thinking in that direction. It's also a very, very fun thing that I've noticed. The senior people on the other side of the platform who are participating in research also tell researchers like, hey, I'm going to participate. You're going to pay me this $100 or $200, whatever for this research. But... I want to know what the outcome of your research is going to be once the study is finalized. So people in general are very curious to know because what's going on in their industry as well. So that's very exciting to me. And we see that happen quite often. Yeah. And I can imagine, certainly, you know, you talked about AI. There's got to be a lot of people who are on the platform who want to know what the future of AI is. 
Um, yeah. So they're going to want to know this research. That that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, uh, last year that was Metaverse. You know, we've seen a lot of companies trying to talk to people in that space without naming the names of companies, but understanding like wh where's the future, what's happening, even just for curiosity, even if you're not going to spend money, but just to understand, is there an opportunity there for our company to build something or create a service around that particular topic? Yeah. So I think we ought to explore, you know, whether there's any alternatives to, to using something like CleverX. I mean, you know, we've talked about AI. Do, do you ever see AI being able to evaluate new products? Yeah, I think we're going to see AI becoming a part of different workflows. See, we use AI, we've been using AI for the last many years, you know, with big companies like the Apples and the Google, you know, the products that we use. But I think now it's kind of democratized with new, you know, LLMs and companies like ChatGPT opening up their platforms to everyone to use. And that's opened up like startups which can create vertical niche solutions to solve a specific problem in a specific industry. In market research, we'll see that happen when it comes to, you can tell your AI like, hey, go ahead and create a survey for transportation C-level execs because these are the XYZ questions that I wanna get answered from them. Can you go ahead and create a survey for me? There is a possibility that's gonna happen very soon. Uh, the other possibility could be Hey, can you tell me what the sentiment of 100 people has been on the survey, right? So that sentiment analysis can happen. It's happening in certain cases already. But what AI cannot do is talk about an experience that Sharik has had or Mike has had in their life working for a particular company or doing a certain project. That AI cannot do. It can give you what's out there in the, in the public domain, the data that's already there summarize it and give you a pretty good answer to to learn something from but cannot go deeper to a human level and that particular experience a human being has had in doing something and that's that's where i think you know we are different than machines are and that's that's pretty amazing actually to think about it and that's pretty cool it, it you know yeah. gives us optimism that ai is not going to replace us all and actually that personal experience is going to be important yeah I mean, talking about personal experiences and, and relationships, you know, I, th I know a, a lot of B2B companies, their market research is somewhat around going to the sales team and saying, check with a few customers, see what they think. I, I mean, what's the benefit of doing um, a more formalized process through CleverX rather than working with the sales team? Yeah, I, I think sales team, getting feedback from your sales team is, is a given. You have to do it. But when you run a formalized process, you're putting a really deep thought into every single question that you're asking them. You're trying to understand nuances of things, which a lot of companies miss out on. And I think the answers lie in the details. You know, most of the major decisions or any company that's found an edge in, you know, competing better in a particular industry or becoming the best in that industry has always been a detail-oriented company. It doesn't happen by luck and fluke where you can say like, oh, we talked to 10 customers and this is what they want and this is how it's going to look like. Uh, the companies which have gone deeper with every single customer or try to figure out, you know, what their problems or challenges are, I, I think those are the winners. You can create an average company, of course, doing that. But, but I think the goal of companies which are using research as, as a method to learn more about the customers have an edge over companies which do not because you're putting in really thought and time into it and figuring things out. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, I think it's it, it, it's clearly something that's a little bit deeper, a little bit more rigorous than than talking to the sales team. I mean, that, that makes sense to yeah. me. Yeah. 
I mean, I guess on the, on the other hand, people might say, well, you've got a group of people on the CleverX platform. How do I know they're representative of my audience? I mean, what, what are you doing to make sure that the people on the platform are representative of a particular industry or a particular area? Yeah, so the platform has this discovery function, which is pretty exciting, where you can find people by, you know, their location. You can find people by in their in the industry, their skill set. Profiles of people on CleverX are as exhaustive as your LinkedIn profile would be, right? But the biggest validation for me as a person who's trying to conduct research is directly talking to my respondent over chats, asking them questions before even starting my research project to know, like, are these the right group of people uh, that I want to conduct research with? Or there are other sets of people or personas that I can go after and, and connect with. So you can even filter people by their job roles. So let's say I'm trying to conduct a a project understanding how the macro environment is changing SMB as a sector, I can actually go ahead and find people by their designations, by the company type, the revenues of the company and things of that sort. So you can do a lot of filtering and finding those specific people that you want to talk about or even test the idea that are these the right personas that I should be talking to before I even start conducting research. So talking to people on CleverX platform is free. You can go and chat with as many people as you want to, just like you would do it on LinkedIn or any other you know social network. Also, it's interesting. So you can actually go and, and almost test the audience for free before you actually commit. Yeah, absolutely. Our, our goal is to make sure that product researchers, market researchers are empowered. They have all the control and they are directly interacting with the respondent. So today, the way research works is there are multiple companies, parties involved between a researcher and a respondent. So there are a lot of people in that value chain. And we even wanted ourselves to be out of that equation. So we've given this platform which democratizes access to each other for a researcher as well as a respondent. And that solves a lot of problems. When you directly talk to the person you're researching, it solves enormous amount of like issues that are currently existing in this industry. So I think, Shrek, one of the, the questions that people are probably thinking is this platform sounds amazing in terms of accessing, you know, this, this huge resource of people who can advise you on products or uh, technologies. I mean, is it something that, that's painfully expensive or can uh, mid-sized companies access this sort of technology? So we have customers from the Microsofts of the world to the largest research companies in the world using our platform. We also have like really tiny startups which are which don't even have a product today uh, using the platform. So it's it's, you know, it scales based on the need that a customer would have. We see that by giving a self-service platform, you can reduce the cost of research. So for example, the amount of money that you would spend to recruit one exec for one video call would somewhere go in the range of $800 to even $1,500, depending on the kind of service that you're using. With CleverX, you can just self-service, use the platform and spend probably less than 50% of that because you're doing the, the heavy lifting and connecting with these people and talking to them rather than a new service provider which is going to do this on your behalf. So it depends if, if a customer wants to have a concierge service where they want someone to give them everything, probably CleverX is not the platform for them to use. But there are customers who, who want to take control of their research process and they want to do everything by themselves. For them, CleverX makes a lot of sense. And presumably those customers get a lot of value because of this ability to ask those follow-up questions and really take it from just being a survey to being a conversation. 
Yeah, you can extend your research, and that's where the beauty of uh, of the platform is. Uh, and we are adding new research methods as well. So we are even incorporating the new version of the product where you can even do product research. So you can give the product to a customer. Let's say you're building an app, and uh, you want this customer to interact with your app. You can just give the app to them through our platform. Just sit there and watch them interact with that product. And you record all those details. So what Cleverx is doing is all these amazing tools that are out there to solve these problems. We are integrating them into our platform and giving you access of those tools and the audiences in one single place. And that's not been done before for, I don't know, decades. Uh, and I think that's a problem we are trying to solve for different type of research methods. I love that. That's, that's great. I, you know, I'm, I'm interested. We've talked a lot about uh, market research. I, I mean, one of the things we'd like to ask guests is, you know, if you had a young person thinking of a career, and in your case, a career in market research, I mean, do you think this is going to be an exciting place to be in the next few years? Uh, you know, uh, it's, it's interesting. I was just talking to someone a couple of days back. She's 21 years old, and she's asking me a question. I want to get into, you know, a tech company. What kind of role should I look for? And I, I mentioned to her, you should get into product research, product management role in the future. I think that's where the fun is i think human beings are designed to create and product research product marketing product management are roles where you get the ability to create something or be a part of creation same thing goes with market research as well with even larger and smaller industries is like you're coming up with these insights and these golden nuggets to find the small things that probably are uncovered and people are not aware of, and that could help you build something or uh, build build an amazing service or a product out of it. I think that's a very fun process. It's become very frustrating with the way the traditional industry has done it in the past, but that's what we want to change. We want to make it a fun, exciting process because it actually is uh, is an amazing you know thing to to do research and figure out something that a lot of people don't know probably around the world. Yeah. And it's great to hear that technology is making a, a particular career more exciting and more fun. I mean, I think a lot of people think yeah. technology is about taking jobs, but but you're doing almost exactly the opposite. Yeah, I, I think researchers, like I have a lot of people, I've been in, on the on the other side where I've, I've done research as well, working for Gartner, and it's not easy. It's a really frustrating job. You require a lot of hard work. There's a lot of dependency on multiple things that are happening in a particular research project. Yeah, but if you can make it like fun, entertaining and faster, I think you can make that job and life easier. If you can save like, let's say a few hours every week for a researcher, I think we've, we've accomplished enough as a startup to to solve their, you know, give them extra time for themselves and their families. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I mean, another thing we like to ask our, our guests is about uh, marketing. And um, I mean, Interested to know, uh, what's the best marketing advice you've ever received? I've been in B2B sales for a long period of time. I have personally found one advice or a statement by Bill Gates. A lot of people might find this very contrarian as an, as an advice. Someone asked him a question saying, like, if you're given a dollar, what are you going to spend on when it comes to marketing? And he said PR. And I, I realized that, you know, when... PR happens, you can just create this amazing narrative and education about a company. Because my learning has been that best products always do not win. Companies which have created this narrative around a product, which probably is not the best product in the world, still wins. And I, that's that's very interesting to me. You know, We always think like, hey, I'm going to create the best product and it has to win. Of course, your goal is to create the best product. Don't get me wrong. But 
I think this narrative, this education that you create around a particular trend or a product, that makes winners. That has been my personal learning. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people would disagree with me on this, but I think that's a pretty amazing advice. Very contrarian though. <laughs> Well, I, I think given the fact that as an agency, we do a lot of PR, we'll, we'll be very happy with that advice. So that's not a problem. So Sharek, I, I really appreciate your time. I think it's been great. There's been some really fantastic insights into doing market research and, and how that's changing for B2B. If people would like more information or they, they'd like to try the CleverX product, I mean, how would they go about doing that? It's pretty straightforward. You just go on the platform, cleverx.com, C-L-E-V-E-R-X.com, and you can sign up for free. You can import all your LinkedIn data onto the platform. It takes you 30 seconds to sign up, and then you can start receiving amazing work opportunities around research, or you can hire people for your own research work. So it's a very straightforward, amazing platform to, to intuitive and simple platform to use. If you want to reach out to me, I think LinkedIn would be the best way. Uh, you can put my name, Sharik, on the search. Most likely, I would be the first hit. Lucky for me, the name is kind of unique, so it should work out. But yeah, reach out to me on LinkedIn. Happy to answer any questions around research or just any help that I could be of to anyone. Yeah. That's very generous, Sherrick. I, I, I know people appreciate that. I mean, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's been a really interesting chat. I really appreciate it. No, I really appreciate that, Mike. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for listening to Marketing B2B Tech. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you did, please make sure you subscribe on iTunes or on your favorite podcast application. If you'd like to know more, please visit our website at napierb2b.com or contact me directly on LinkedIn.